Hello, my friends. This is April 8, and I welcome you to my Songs and Stories podcast. Today's story is called Jemmy and the Strawberry Moon. It's episode three. Now, I like to start out all of my stories with a special little song that goes like this. Oh, ye time-bound travelers, lay down your cares and rest your bones, and I'll tell you a fairy tale that I have come to And now it's time for our story. Episode 3, Jemmy and the Strawberry Moon. Now, this is a continuation of our story from two weeks ago, Jemmy and the Birthday Surprise, and the follow-up, Jemmy and the Lost Crown. If you haven't heard those two, well, you could listen to them first, or you could listen to them after to see what you missed. Either way, the question is, where did we leave off? Well, I remember perfectly well where we left off, don't you? The fairy had been telling Jemima and her mother the whole story of how the prince's crown had been uh, borrowed by Mr. Crow and gone through the confused claws of Mr. Mole and landed in the naughty clutches of Sly Fox. And the fairy had paused in her story to catch her breath. Would you like to sit down? You must be tired, asked Jemima, remembering her manners. Why, yes, thank you, said the fairy, and she sat herself down on a knot in the wood of the picnic table. She was so small. Jemima was again amazed by her. How could such a thing even exist? The weary fairy looked up at Jemima and her mother and gave a little nod. I want you to know how much you helped me, Jemmy. Without you, all might have been lost. And so the fairy continued her story. Now, just before the prince's trumpeter sounded his horn, our fairy friend had been over in the hawthorn grove playing I Spy with Owl. You play I Spy? interrupted Jemima. That's one of my favorite games. Oh, mine too, said the fairy. Owl is impossible to beat if you play at night, but during the daytime, if he's awake, it can be a lot of fun. Our fairy friend had just found the owls something blue. He had picked a tiny robin's egg almost out of sight, way over in a nest in another tree. It was a pretty good one, but she'd finally gotten it. Now it was her turn to choose, and she was trying to decide between the black and yellow caterpillar crawling on a twig near the ground, or a small, gray, rainy-looking cloud that was just rolling in when she heard the secret trumpet call the prince used for his friends when he really needed help. Well, of course, the fairy said goodbye to Owl and flew off as quick as a wink to see what was needed of her. And there was the prince, surrounded by all of his friends, and yet looking so forlorn without his crown. It was a very special crown, one that had been in his fairy family for thousands of years. Fairies are very ancient, you know, as old as nature herself. How old is that? Mm, I can't quite imagine. Can you? 
The prince's friends decided to split up to search the whole kingdom. They also agreed to try and keep their search a secret, if they could, because the prince didn't really want his mother to know he'd lost his crown. Oh, this would be very tricky indeed. Our fairy took the Sycamore Valley just past the old stone wall of the churchyard. She loved the white trees that grew along the creek banks there and the thick green of the moss that covered the rocks in the cool running water. She had played zigzag tag so many times with the squirrels and the frogs who lived down there that she knew that they would help her if they could. As she flew over the verdant meadow of the kingdom, she heard the sound of crows cawing, but they were just out of sight over the hill. Oh, if she had just gone to see what all the fuss was about, this story would have been a lot shorter, wouldn't it? But she didn't, for who knew? And besides, this is more fun, don't you think? Our fairy friend flew into the creek valley and began to look for Freddy, her best squirrel friend, who was amazing at zigzag tag. Now, zigzag tag is a little crazy to play with squirrels. You know how to play, right? Well, it's just regular old tag, but in this version, you always have to run in a zigzag. When squirrels play, they zigzag all over and around trees, under berry bushes, over the top of boulders, and down through the brush and the branches where nobody else ever wants to go. Squirrels play this all the time. You've seen them chase each other like they're having the best time in the whole world. Well, that's zigzag tag. Next time, if you can catch them, ask if you can join the game. It is so much fun. Anyway, our fairy friend couldn't seem to find anything that day. Not the crown and not Freddy. She looked for him in the branches of the biggest sycamore trees and down in the mulberry bushes that grow in the sunny patches by the swimming hole. No Freddy. She searched for a long time, looking for the lost crown and looking for Freddy. She asked each bird she passed, but all they were concerned about was the coming rainstorm. She asked the butterflies, but they never listen. She passed by one of Mr. Mole's tunnels, but it was so quiet she thought he must be napping. It was starting to get dark, and our fairy was getting discouraged. She thought maybe she would go find Owl and see if he could come and help her search now that it was getting toward nightfall. Our fairy was just flying over the old stone wall when, bam, she flew into something. Or rather, something flew into her. Together they tumbled and swirled and tumbled some more. Their wings were caught together. There was fur and fluttering and down, 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 down they fell until, bam, again. Ugh. They hit the ground, and not too gently, I am sorry to say. Ouch! Our fairy friend tried to see who had run into her. She was startled to see four huge, glaring eyes, all staring right at her. Oh my, said the fairy. It was none other than a brown furry moth with giant eye spots on her wings. Her actual eyes were quite small indeed and downcast at the moment, for, as you can understand, she felt just awful about knocking our fairy friend out of the sky. I was trying to catch you. Uh, I was trying to catch you, 
came her voice again. Freddie said find you, for we were thinking we knew what you fairies were looking for. The fox, and I saw the fox, and I heard the fox, and well, the fox. The moth, too, was quite rattled from the fall, and very excited to be the bearer of news for a fairy. For by now, most of the woodland creatures knew that the fairies were searching for something, even if they didn't know what it was. "'What's this about, Freddy? And and what about a fox?' asked the woozy fairy. At the thought of real news about the crown, her head started to clear. "'Why, Sly Fox! Sly Fox is his name. His name is Sly Fox. He had it in his paws. In his paws he had it. Oh, he had it for hours. He stood there with it in his paws.' "'What was in his paws?' The fairy held her breath. "'Please be.' It was a crown. It was a tiny crown. He had a little tiny crown in his paws. Oh, he is not a nice fox. No, he is not. Sly Fox is not a nice fox. <gasps> you you saw it? Where did you see the crown? Asked the fairy. Well, I saw him. I, I saw. Oh, oh, the crown. Yes, I saw it. I saw it in the meadow. It was with Sly Fox. He's in the meadow. In the meadow is where I saw him. I was with your friend, Freddy, who's my friend too. Hey, Freddy Squirrel. Anyway, he's so funny. And, and, and we saw the crown and he thought of you. And he said, follow the fox. No, Freddy's following the fox. And I came to get you. That's what I did. I did. And I did. I found you. Here you are. <laughs> anyway, I'm so so sorry I'm I made you fall um but Freddie is right well why don't you follow me hey follow me will you follow me please and I'm I'm really sorry when they found Freddie he was sitting on a branch spying on Sly Fox's den he told his fairy friend all about what Sly Fox had been up to and how that old fox had taken the crown into his den with him Oh, that darn fox! How could they get the crown away from him now? Could they try to sneak into the den? Should they lay in wait and try to grab him when he comes out? (sighs) Trying to make a sneaky plan while sitting in a tree when a rainstorm is kicking up is a pretty hard thing to do. They had to retire to the nearby stone wall and hide inside a hydrangea bush. They could just see the low rocky entrance of Sly Fox's den. Night fell, and the rainstorm set in, and they knew that the fox would not come out. Our squirrel and fairy friends curled up together under the hydrangea bush, trying to stay dry, and the moth slept just above them under a leaf. Well, they woke up in the morning with a start. There was Sly Fox, standing in the doorway of his den, looking out at the pouring rain. Well now, drat! How am I going to get to the pixie peddler in this rain? I'm going to need my umbrella, he grumbled at the rain. And there it was, threaded right on the tip of his foxtail. <gasps> the prince's crown! Sly Fox had put it on his tail for safekeeping. And just maybe to show it off a little bit. Our fairy friend could see the crown shining on the tip of Sly Fox's tail, even in the gloom. Oh, they just had to get it. But how? Ugh, my goodness, what a conundrum. Sly Fox turned around to go back into his den to fetch his umbrella. And suddenly, boom, there was a huge crash of thunder and a bright flash of lightning that lit up the whole sky. 
and with it came an extra big downpour of rain that swept in and drenched the tip of Sly Fox's tail as he turned, making it droop a little. The little crown slid to the floor and landed in a puddle just at Sly Fox's front door. Well, Sly Fox was so busy with his umbrella that he didn't even notice that the crown had fallen off his tail. Well, our fairy and Freddy and the moth saw that they only had a few seconds before Sly Fox would be back in his doorway to find the crown in the puddle. They had to act fast. The fairy and the moth's wings wouldn't fly in this rain. What could they do? Hey, jump on my back, said Freddy Squirrel. What? said the fairy. Jump on my back right now. We're going to go right now. Let's do it. Oh, oh, good luck, shouted the moth. Our fairy friend jumped on Freddy's back, and together they made a mad dash for the crown. The fairy reached down and snatched it up just as Sly Fox's nose was coming through the doorway. And oh, he was mad. Shouted the fairy to Freddy. She held on to the crown with one hand and on to the squirrel with the other, with all of her might. Freddy Squirrel ran as fast as he could. Still, foxes are fast and so smart. Sly Fox was almost upon them when the fairy thought of an idea. Zigzag, Freddy! Zigzag! Oh, yes, Freddy could almost always get away when they played zigzag tag in the woods. What? Oh! And with that, Freddy started zigging and zagging all over the rainy forest floor. He daredeviled his way up and down and around this way and that way and every way that there was possibly to go to get away from Sly Fox. And all the while, our fairy friend held on to the squirrel and the crown as best as she could. Well... Just when they had finally lost the fox, Freddy took a crazy turn, ran up the railing, and then jumped up onto the roof of the picnic shelter. A wild boom of thunder crashed, and the fairy, losing her balance in the big jump, fell off Freddy's back and dropped the crown into the little stream of water coming from the drain pipe. She landed with a splat near the little river. Freddy was so focused on zigzagging that he didn't even notice that she'd fallen off. He ran back into the woods and left her behind. And oh, our fairy, she tried to fly up and see if she could snatch the crown out of the water, but it was no use. Her wings were just so wet. She decided there was nothing for it. She'd have to dive in. And this, my friend, is where Jemima came in. And thank goodness she did, don't you think? So, I really have to thank you, Jemima. You saved my life, and you saved the prince's crown. I am forever in debt to you. Oh, it was nothing, said Jemima, feeling shy. But it was indeed something. And why are you here today? Not many people picnic on a rainy day. Oh, well, it's my birthday, I was supposed to have a party here at this picnic shelter today, but it got rained out. Your birthday is today? Oh my, the same day as the fairy queen. How wonderful. Happy birthday. And um, speaking of the queen, I'm 
must go now and return this crown to its rightful owner, my friend, the prince. He will be so relieved. And just before the fairy flew off, she looked at Jemima and said, Listen for the singing tonight when the sun goes down. It's a special night tonight, the queen's birthday celebration and a strawberry full moon. (gasps) This is what we fairies like to call the full moon of June. We are always so grateful for the bounty of strawberries this time of year. And with that, she flew off. Well, the sun went down and the moon came up. The fairy celebration was in full swing. The prince looked dashing in his bright crown. He smiled his thanks to his dearest friends with a special nod to our fairy, the bravest of them all. He asked her yet again to tell the story of how she had saved his crown from Sly Fox and all the rest. His mother had forgiven him when he had finally told her the truth about his crown, and she even bestowed a golden badge of honor upon our fairy friend for her friendship and her valor. Freddy Squirrel was nearby, laughing and chittering with Sir Gopher, who'd just come from the wedding of Mr. and Mrs. Crow. A few crumbs of wedding cake is still stuck to the front of his waistcoat. Mr. Mole was over in a dim corner, discussing the finer points of tunnel digging with the group of dwarves from under Hawthorne Grove. And Moth was over in the corner, dancing with the candle flame. The musicians struck up a tune, and all the fairies began to sing for the queen. It was the fairy birthday song. special day birthday birthday today is your special day years are as nothing for the world spins on and on but today is your birthday everyone sing special day birthday birthday today is your special day we celebrate you and all the things that you do you're wonderful in every way you get better with every They went on like this for hours, laughing and cheering for the fairy queen. And old sly fox? Well, he just slunk around the outside of the party, for he was not invited in. No one wanted to see him that night. Tucked away in her own cozy bed, Jemima smiled. What a birthday she had had. Jemmy watched as the strawberry moon rose out of her open window. It was a beautiful evening, cool and clear and calm, as it so often is after a heavy storm. All the stars were shining. Jemima thought she heard an owl call, Hi, spy! Hi, spy! 
and from way off in the distance. Was that a fairy song? Snip, snap, snout. My tale is all told out. I hope you like the story of Jemmy and the Strawberry Moon. Thank you for listening to the April 8 Songs and Stories podcast. Find more April 8 stories, illustrations, videos, and ideas for cultivating joyful, thoughtful children at april8.com. You can also follow me and my dog, Roxy, on Instagram and Twitter at April8Music. And of course, there's always Facebook, facebook.com slash April8. Until we meet again, remember, I love you and you are wonderful, just as you are right now. La, 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 la.